Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 57 of the Brent Pella Show. Thank you so much for cruising through to kick it to vibe. Glad you're here. Happy you're here. Um, very fun guest today, everybody. My good friend, Leah Lamar, the queen of Clubhouse. If you guys haven't tried the new app, Clubhouse, social media app, it's awesome. I, I love it. I have a great time on there. <laughs> there are a lot of um, funny like stigmas about Clubhouse and, and some of the uh, people that are on it. Uh, but I love it. I made a video about it. You might have seen um, called the uh, the Clubhouse influencer, and that is Leah, Leah Lamar. She blew up on Clubhouse, and I'm so happy for her because she's awesome. She's a super funny uh, person. Highly recommend you check out all of her stuff. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by uh, Blue Blocks, the homies. You already know what it is, okay? You're staring at a screen late at night. Your eyes start to hurt. You can't sleep. What do you do? You get some Blue Blocks. All right. Scientifically proven to block the artificial blue light that comes from digital devices, which a lot of studies have shown has a negative effect on your body's natural melatonin production, which helps you ease into sleep and get better rest. I wear blue blocks every night when I'm uh, up editing late or watching a movie, and I highly recommend it. Get 15% off at blueblocks.com slash Brent. That's B-L-U. B-L-O-X.com slash Brent. Also, Magnesium Breakthrough from the other homies, Bioptimizers, my favorite supplement company. I take magnesium every day. Um, a lot of people are magnesium deficient, which can lead to things like irregular sleep patterns and your muscles not being able to recover properly from a workout. But with the right type of nutritional support and diet, uh, including magnesium supplement, such as Magnesium Breakthrough, um, you can uh, take care of all that and start feeling better. So optimize your health, get 10% uh, off uh, uh, Magnesium Breakthrough at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. They'll also send you a free book um, called The Biological Optimization Blueprint, which has a bunch of fun facts and information to uh, be a better, healthier you. And lastly, my good friends are making a party game. It's called Spillin' Beans. They just launched their Kickstarter. Um, they're almost at their goal, which is awesome. You can look it up, go to kickstarter.com slash, nope, just kickstarter.com, and then type in Spillin' Beans. Uh, the creators are Haley and Pierre, awesome people. It's a fun party game. It's a card-based game that you can play with a group of people um, before you go out for a night, because the pandy seems to be ending. The pandy seems to be ending. So we're going to have a lot more reasons to be going out and hanging. Um, but today, uh, you will listen to me hang with my good friend, Leah Lamar. Cause she's great and we talk about comedy clubhouse um and a whole bunch of other stuff so uh please enjoy episode 57 with my friend leah lamar this one guy's got really yeah do you think you can tell when a guy has botox like can you tell that their their face just isn't like moving the way a face should be moving you can tell when anyone has botox yeah i guess so. and i i don't actually have anything against plastic surgery i hope very soon to be able to get my whole face done really oh of course i'm just what are you, what are you, what are you gonna do get it done? a year ago when the pandemic started so i could have been healed by now let me take this little bit of fluff off here there you go come on all right that's good <laughs> wait what are you gonna get done because you're possible. perfect the way you are. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you have nice teeth. Thank you so much. My dentist said that to me the other day, too. Are we going to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, my teeth are very nice. Thank you so much. I'm doing this whitening thing. Is that funny? It's funny, right? 
We just don't address it and just leave everyone wondering. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, did we start? Good, good, I mean, good, we good, can start good, now. Good, 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 good. We, do you want to start right now? This can be the in. The in no, the... It, it's fine. I think the people deserve to know what's happening here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on. I'm on this tooth whitening thing now. I'm whitening my teeth. This is funny. It's funny, right? No, I'm still stuck. Are on? Are we gonna fuck? <laughs> are we gonna? Are they gonna fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, they won't. They. I mean, the Vegas Find out odd, in nine the months Vegas from odds now. are even, right? Uh-oh. Exactly. <laughs> Two unvaccinated humans. <laughs> <laughs> Creating an unvaxxed child. The only this one week. in existence. <laughs> All right, I should stop eating these on air, but I really can't. Oh, sure. Mm, well, don't take They're them They're delicious, away. right? <laughs> no, do you want to like chew them really loudly into the mic? This is an ASMR podcast, right? You could, you could probably do really good ASMR. You should do an ASMR Friend? clubhouse. <laughs> They've done it. Everyone's Have done everything. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, Clubhouse is so crazy. Um, are you ever just in a room on Clubhouse and you start laughing at how absurd and like cliche it is? Yesterday. Every day. Every day, Any right? day. Every day. Every room. During every the, During the 10-minute compliments. When I'm not on Clubhouse. When I'm on Clubhouse. Yeah. Someone was... When are you not on Clubhouse? Well, now. Right. Hold on one second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And I, I really do appreciate your point of view. However, I do need to piggyback off of what some... I'm so sorry. I'm getting a call. Piggyback. Uh-huh. I'll come back when I'm ready. Sure. Um, I, I don't like to say piggyback. I like to say camel toe off of. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's a fun thing. Yeah. Not everyone eats pork. I do because mm-hmm. I'm a naughty Jew. But mm-hmm. you know, I want to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone has a camel toe. Sure. My, mine is just as good as my teeth. So anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> 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 Wait, we were talking about... Club, where were we? Clubhouse, absurdity. Oh, someone was like sucking my dick today on stage. Yeah. And I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, yeah. Well, they, do, they were doing one of those 10 minute compliment things. Like she runs the best rooms. Da, 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 da. I, well, after a certain point, I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. If there, if Paul was in the audience, maybe. <laughs> Dude, that guy. Yo, I, I love him. So you should do impressions of Paul. I would love, you're talking about Paolo, right? No. Paul oh, Davidson, the founder about? of the app. Oh, I haven't heard him talk. I thought you were talking what? about the guy, Paolo. Paul is probably one of my favorite people of all time. Uh-huh. He's one of the co-founders of the app, and Paul is unbelievably adorable as a human being. Cool. He has a a, a joy that is unbeatable. And that, that period, end of sentence. That's great. He's such a genuine, cool person. Yesterday, he brought me up in a welcome room and was like, Leo runs comedy on Clubhouse. And then there was a girl who was new on the app who was a stand-up comedian. I was like, hi, I'm Leah. <laughs> Come do my show. Ah! That's amazing. It was really cool. That's but, so cool. But he's he's just the best. Yeah. Well, well that's great. Uh, I'll have to tap into the next room that he's in. You're welcome for your million-dollar idea, to be Thank honest. Thank you so much. Yeah. What does he sound like? Is he some, somebody that could be impressioned? Well, it's going to be hard for you because he's just a happy person. Mm. It's going to be a real reach. Yeah. It's be a real reach. But why is he happy, though? That's the real question. He's got a wife, kids. Mm. What's he trying to make up for? That's yeah. the real question. <laughs> What's Success, the void? I don't know. What's the void in his life that he's trying to fill with all this happiness? Man, it's just he just seems like a happy person. <laughs> it's like you can really tell when someone didn't grow up Jewish, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Passover. Oh, um, thank you. Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, Ble- bless you. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, I did. I went to one Passover uh, you don't need dinner. To, you don't need to do this. <laughs> Come on. Everybody does it, right? Everybody has to talk to you about Everyone's their like, experience. So I have that one friend, Moshe. I have that one friend. Yeah. It was... He doesn't shower. <laughs> yeah, go on. This girl I dated maybe like 10 years ago, and she was Jewish, 
uh, still is for all intents and purposes. And it was she a wild might be time dead now, but we're not was, sure. <laughs> it, she could be. It was a wild time. Uh, learned a lot. Learned a lot. What do you learn? I learned that um, there are a lot of ways to make a dinner sad. That's what I learned. There are a lot of ways. And I could teach you some more. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. It was cool. It was a good time, you know? Um, <laughs> it was a fun, it was a fun, happy holiday that I never got to experience before. So Did you have I'm an agenda initiated. for today and I just ruined it? Nope. By being me? Not at all. Thank God. I just want to know how you feel about Clubhouse. Well, obviously. Because this is the it. first time we've talked in person in years, quite literally. Quite literally. At least two years i would say let's say a year and a half say a year and a half two years yeah yeah let's say two years it's crazy yeah Mm -hmm. it's almost like it was my idea could be um (laughs) 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 yeah it's wild because i was camel towing out of a breakup sure and so then i became codependent with clubhouse when was this when did you first get on the app so officially it says december 3rd Mm mm-hmm but I was never properly onboarded, so I didn't use it for two weeks, which I regret because, you know, those early days, I think, were when people were getting followers left and right yeah, and building yeah, yeah. audiences super But you still quickly. did really quick. Yeah. You got to I 100K mean, in like a month, right? Thank you. Yeah. Muffin. Hey, someone pays attention. Come on. Um, that's the spirit of someone trying to have sex with me. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, it took two weeks and then my friend Nicole was like, you got to get on here. I think there's something going on that we should be a part of. And I was like, oh, but I'm so sad. Yeah. And then the first night we were on there, two clinical psychologists broke down for me why this person would never be a good partner and why I should let it go. Really? And they spent hours talking about it. Wow. And I, I mean, I was just, oof, airing out my dirty laundry in front of anyone who would listen. Yeah. And then I just pivoted really hard, our favorite word, Mm -hmm. took a 180 and I was refreshed. And then I was like, I love Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. And then I just became super codependent and it just so happened on the app with the app, with my phone and Clubhouse. And it just so happens it is also something that's good for my career. So I was lucky to get addicted to something that was working for me. It's beneficial, right? Instead of like tearing you down piece by piece. Yeah. And if you think that I haven't gotten emails from my roommates in the middle of the night, that's like, it literally, the subject says help. Yeah. And then it says, the big introductions, all the laughter and the reggae horns are really causing me harm. (laughs) Because they hear it happening when you're on it. Yeah, they're like, is there a way we can soundproof your room? Oh my God. That's so funny. So you don't wear headphones when you're on it. You just have it blasting? Blasting. Like a psycho? It's like a psychopath. Cool. Well, I also need to do sound effects. You know, I produce the show. Sure, that's right. You do do sound effects. Yeah, and stuff. I do. That's really cool. You know, Clubhouse, uh, as with most things, social media, as soon as a new one gets started, I automatically hate it. Just absolutely despise it because I don't, I, I hate all other social media. Um, but like within the first like day I was doing it, I, I kind of like fell in love with it. It was like really cool just to just be like talking to me. It felt like a walkie talkie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. I'm thinking about something totally different. What do you think about? So I feel like I'm a guy. Every seven seconds, I'm thinking about sex. But mm-hmm. really what happened was I can't wait for you to rewatch the footage. And there was a moment where I just accidentally checked you out. Mm-hmm. And I licked my lips. Oh, cool. <laughs> at the same time. Nice. So you can just replay that. We'll make that into a boomerang and we'll mint it as an I'm, NFT. Thank you. I'm very mm-hmm. uncomfortable, but I'm glad that we can make money off of it together. We can make money off of the sexual tension in the room right now. I also... Let's make a big clout for it. 
I'm in. Leanne Brent's sexual. Did you fashion. make? Did you make your? That's actually why I texted you last night because I was. <laughs> <laughs> Because I made a big clout and I was like, what is this? Dude. I don't understand. Very confused. It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. crazy. So And a bunch of people bought my big clout. Yeah. What what's it at right now? I, you did could, it spike up? Yeah, yeah. It's almost yeah. at a thousand. So did you buy any of your own bit clout when I you first did. started? Amanda Johnstone accidentally bought mine before me because she thought she was helping. Ah. And then we were like, oops, yikes. But yeah. it, you know, we're friends and it's all good. And yeah. she was, cause she called me at midnight was like, well, you have to get on right now. And I was like, ha ah! yeah. And then we made a room in talk nerdy to me, her club mm-hmm. being like, we just joined big clout. What did we do? And right. then someone was like, well, actually there's no way to get money off of big clout. So this they're just stealing your Bitcoin and it's actually a scam. And then someone else was like, I'm the founder of big clout, but I'm not going <sighs> to prove it. And we were like, whoa, get we the fuck out of here. But he's not actually, of course not. There's a guy like that in every clubhouse room. Like, actually, I'm the founder of Oracle. I saw, <laughs> I heard somebody the other day, like, yeah, actually, I work hand in hand with Julian Assange. He's actually like my right hand man. And hey, I'm actually, I can't tell you anything um, about it. The founder of your mom. You're my grandma. <laughs> exactly. I founded your dick. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's really crazy how like some people put up 20 grand when it first started. Like people like Ashton Kutcher and a couple other celebrities that bought in like really with what for them is a little bit of money, like a low amount of money. And now that's turned into like millions of dollars. That's just sitting there. It's like, you can just invent money now, which is crazy. But I think the thing that's wild, it, what's weird is now we're getting into crypto. Yeah. And I think all of our friends are going to be like, you went crazy during the pandemic. Uh huh. When I try to talk to my friends about NFTs and Bitcoin and BitCloud, they're like, what happened to you? Yeah. You've changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I'm making money on the on the blockchain. Oh, they're like, oh god. my god. And the NFTs, and I'm I'm just I'm minting my coins, and they're like, yeah. what? Okay. Like, what the um, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry. Same. Yeah. I got from my mom hit me up the other day. She was like, are you being careful? <laughs> like, are you okay? Are you using a financial condom? Because I can't I can't help you out anymore. I just can't. <laughs> you were getting help from your mom. Oh yeah. Cute. What's like, it like to have financial support life, from your parents? It's depressing as fuck. Oh, and I'm so sad really for you, sad. straight white man getting money yeah. from your family. Thank you so much. Ugh. It wasn't like money. It was like gas money when a check was late when I was like 26, 27. You know what I mean? And 28. Yeah, you can't back down now. You know? <laughs> but now I'm all right. Now, you know, we're we got gummy yeah. bears and kombucha. Yeah, now we're in a two bedroom mm-hmm. apartment all for yourself with a standing desk. I do have a standing desk over here. You also haven't offered to cook for me yet? Well, I would have cooked for you today, but somebody was a little bit late from their other voiceover session. It just seems interesting because you could have just like had the food ready when I got. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could have done cooking the whole first half of the day instead of my work. You're right. I could have done that. Maybe I should have done that instead of focus on my career and my bit clout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Women just really want to get out of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll cook for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So back to me. Yeah. Yeah. BitClout. Did you make an NFT? I'm working on it. You're working on one right I now? I think I'm watching other people's pitfalls. Good. Did you see mine? Your pitfall? Yeah. <laughs> I had a pitfall, baby. I know. It's okay, baby. Your boy fell down a pit. Oh, no. And he fell yeah, so hard. I fell really hard down a pit. How are the bruises healing? Not good. Are you going to make another or are you kind of over it? I'm going to make another one. I am very much over it, though. Um, I think that there was a small window. Yeah. And, and now it's over. Every, and now it's like everybody huge is coming in, and those I are the only people getting attention. I got cornered at a party. Mm-hmm. At a party, six people around me backed me against a wall, and they're like, "Explain NFTs to us and how we can make money." And I was Jesus. like, "Whoa!" 
holy shit. Why am I the person? And they're like, because we know you're on Clubhouse and we know you understand. Uh, and I was like, this is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm making one more. And I was more. like, well, a non-fungible token. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the first one I made was just like the Spirit Airlines cartoon that I put out years ago. So I just minted that. It was an animated cartoon in sync with a joke that I told on stage. And, and how that do, Brent? Um, I spent $200 <laughs> in the minting process with all the gas fees and bullshit. And then it made $350. And, but in order to get that $350, I had to pay $50 in more gas fees. So I ended up paying like $250 bucks total to make $300. But I donated all of it to um, a nonprofit in LA that's working. To so end you donated fifty dollars. <laughs> I, no, I donated three hundred. So it was three hundred. It's not as much as I would have liked. I wanted to just donate fifty percent of the of whatever it made because I thought it was going to make like a thousand or more. But it, since it only made three hundred, I just gave that all to um, Shelter Partnership. And so for the next one, so that was like I considered that a learning experience because I was just going through it like blindly with all the fucking requirements and the the converting files and shit like that. So for the next one, I'm taking the clubhouse video that I did, the influencer video, and I'm going to chop it up. My buddy's remixing the dialogue from the video into a dubstep beat. And then I'm going to re-edit the video in sync with the chopped up dubstep beat. So it'll be like reset, re, 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 reset the room. Wah, wah, and then it drops and all that shit. And so then I'll put that like in space and it'll be like a clubhouse NFT. And I'll see how that does. Cause maybe some clubhouse people will like it. I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's adorable. I think people will like it, hopefully, maybe. I think that someone will purchase it. Yeah, because it's so Clubhouse specific. How many Ethereum is it going for? <sighs> <Okay. laughs> Dude, don't say Ethereum like that ever again. What kind of wallet do you have? <laughs> Are you MetaMask? Are you MetaMask? Are you Fortmatic? Are you, Are you, Are you Um. Oh my God. Ah. Everyone hates us. But yeah. I, um, I mean, I transferred all of my Bitcoin over to my BitClout yesterday. Did you, all of it? I made some mistakes. You, all of it? Don't do that. Please, 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 please. You please, didn't please, do please. all of it though. You did all of it. You, all of it. What you just said is true. You did all of it. What, did, what I just said is true. I did all of it. Where was it before? Coinbase? Cash app. You had Bitcoin and cash app and you sent <laughs> all of it to BitClout. We lost your whole listener oh, fan base. Yeah. Though. Um, Okay, and now you can't take it out of BitClout. Correct. <laughs> how, does that, <laughs> how does that make you feel? Yeah, really, uh-huh. really dumb. Sure. Like, like of all the bad things that happened during the pandemic, this one's the worst. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I tried to cash out uh, a bunch of money yesterday from Bitcoin because I'm going on a trip this weekend. But instead of pressing send, I accidentally pressed buy. <gasps> so the money I was trying to take out which was like a decent amount of money, I ended up buying more. That's and but but so, you actually lost money on it? I'd lost because the twenty five dollars yeah. as the fee for the website. And so far I've lost another fifteen just in the price dip that it's gone down in the past twenty four hours. So in total, <laughs> instead of receiving over a thousand dollars to my bank account, I have now lost upwards of fifteen hundred. So it's it about a three thirty five hundred dollar swing point swing there. Um, so you know we're doing okay. <laughs> Where are you going this weekend? I'm going to Arizona to do shows. Uh, no, just to party. Specifically to party. <laughs> it was my birthday last weekend. It's my buddy's birthday this weekend. Um, I haven't celebrated a birthday in two years with friends. 
So we're going to Arizona and we're going to go to some bars. Oh, you're not joking. No, I'm not joking. No. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, don't call me when you get home. <laughs> no, I'll give it two weeks. From COVID. Uh-huh. Oh, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at the hospital. I'll just pick you right up in t- 14 days when you get home. Yeah, please. Thank Great. you. You can come visit me while I'm on the tubes. Um, yikes, a dark <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah, you know, it's... um. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't have any hesitation. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Sorry I missed your birthday. Sorry. I give you, I guess. I didn't care that much if I'm honest. Don't think you did. I think it showed. I think, um, I kind of just think you don't like me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know Nicole? Whoa, what a (laughs) transition. Because I was going to ask her to come be on this today with you, but I thought eh, maybe, you know, three ways and it's not the right time. Oh, you didn't think so? Yeah. Um, The story of how we met is very funny. That's why I asked. So Nicole found me on the internet. And prior to clubhouse. Yeah. She saw a, get this mm-hmm. music video that I was in, in the late, late show with James Corden. Which, oh, fun. Which was I think I saw that a week in a day, Yeah, which was the Hanukkah music video. Yeah. With James yeah, yeah. Corden and, um, Charlie Puth, Zach yep. Braff, super fun. Uh, McLovin. Yep. Hilarious. Fogel. It was very funny. Sure. Yeah. 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 And, um, she works at the Jewish journal. Mm hmm. And so I think they reposted it. And she was like, who's this girl? I'm the only girl. And I'm the only other person in the video. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I like that girl. She's really talented. And then she started following me. Or so she says. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't meet. I think she, we didn't meet until. Oh, so then pandemic. And Elon Gold, another Jewish comedian. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just this is like Jewish geography, basically. Yeah. He had a dating show on Instagram Live that was called The Behor, which was. The, like the bachelor, but for Jews. Oh, fun. Okay. I get it. And yeah. so I came on, I met Elon, but she told him about me and that's how I got, that's how I started doing that Instagram live with them. Mm-hmm. And then Elon was having a 50th birthday roast and it was like Russell Peters, which is where I met Russell and Jeff Ross and Tiffany Haddish, Nikki Glaser, usual cast of characters mm-hmm. at a roast. They were doing his birthday roast. And that's when I finally met Nicole was at the birthday roast. And then I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. Yeah, because you got you guys are such a cool like tag team on Clubhouse. Every she, room is like really yeah. high energy and fun with you guys. Thank you. It's a good time. Yeah, we came up together on the app. She uh-huh. nominated me. She's the one who was like, I think we should do this. Oh, cool. Uh, when I said earlier, my friend Nicole, that's yeah. who Nicole I'm referring to. And um, yeah, we just kind of like set sail. We just started doing rooms together constantly and just having a blast. And it was very different then. Yeah. Because it was less businessy, more... Not that it was less businessy. I think there were just a lot more rooms and a lot more insanity. Do you think... um, Have you seen any, like, tangible, like, uh, professional relationships, like, bud from Clubhouse that that happen away from the app? Yeah. Because a lot of of the stuff I see is, like, in rooms and everybody's like, yeah, DM me, connect offline, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But what, in your experience, has happened like away from the app that's been beneficial? Some of it I can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. Fun. Fun. That's the, that's the good cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the good stuff. What am I, 100,000 sure. years old? Tight, dude. That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. stuff. Mm. <laughs> um, I've met a lot of TV producers. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of executive producers at production companies who are now reading my scripts. Oh, great. Awesome. 
Um, I've met people who want to collaborate on projects. Prior prior to Clubhouse, did you have an agent or a manager? Yeah. You did, do you think you're getting more from what you're doing on your own versus the time that you had rep? Um, I mean, I still have rep. Yeah. But I think there are a lot of opportunities coming my way now because of Clubhouse that were not coming before. That's really cool. And I think the things that are really exciting, which I can't really, really talk about, mm-hmm. have of to course. do with, yeah, sure. with like creating comedy content uh, Yeah, that's well-produced. Sure. Be more vague, though. <sighs> <laughs> creating my first special and that sort of stuff. Oh, great. Yeah. That's cool. Can you talk about that or no? Not really. You're just in the planning stage? Yeah, there's the like financing coming into place. Sure, and, like, sure, sure. Figuring what about out like and stuff. creatively? Is it going to be a live one-hour stand-up piece or are you going to do any type of mixed Actually, media? Actually, figuring that thing? out now. Cool. Because I realized that a lot of the jokes that I tell aren't jokes I would want to put on my special. Mm. Because I really want to tell the story of me. Like, what is my voice? Yeah. Who's Leah Lamar? So that people who've never heard me before, when they see my special, they're like, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that it's not just a, who are you, but what is your message? Yeah. And so I think a lot of my jokes are, they work. They're my A jokes. I know they're great. They're, I know they always get a laugh, but they're not necessarily, they're young jokes. And I think I've outgrown a bunch of them. You think you've had them for a while? I've had like them for a while. Been in your set list for a while? Yeah. And there yeah. are some that just, you know, that's not special material. Yeah. I'm looking to branch out and really, uh, I, I've become better at story ranting, mm-hmm. storytelling and still being funny, which yeah. is something that was really hard for me to do a long time ago. I'd have to be very strategic and structured, set up punch, set up punch. Totally. You know, rule three, set up punch, Mr. Act, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I feel a little more free now and I feel like I'm finally coming into my own comedically. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's going to be a mix of a couple of different things and it'll be anywhere from half hour to an hour cool. depending on how much I cut. Cool. But I'm writing a bunch of new stuff and I'm going to start trying that out and see where it goes. But I feel very confident about it being probably an hour. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Putting together a special like that, <clears throat> it, it's gotta be hard right now because you don't have as many places to get up and like practice it right do you, yeah. do you do you get a decent like sense sense of practice from clubhouse rooms like doing stand-up in clubhouse do you feel like fulfilled stand-up wise in those rooms i do and it's a little different in person yeah but you're speaking to so many more people in clubhouse oh that's true because you can have a thousand people in a room i mean it's from For around like the a world silly open mic room right and you know i did right but i had two shows i had a show at um i had low-key outside paul alia and matt rife show Mm -hmm. and you know it was like taylor tomlinson adam ray great lineup amir k and then i went to jam in the van for chad and jt's show yep super fun but before that i did i just titled a room randomly leah does half an hour Mm -hmm. and i just did a 30 minute set that's awesome. How many people came? 400. What? Yeah, it was crazy. Get the fuck out of here. And it was just you the whole time. And you know what's so crazy? So I said, you guys, you know, you should come to the show tonight. If you live in LA, there's some amazing, like Taylor Tomlinson and Ian Edwards and Adam Ray. And they're like, we don't know who those people are, but, or like, we don't care. We like, we would come to see you. And I was like, 
Wow. Oh. That's so cool. Oh, I forgot the people Doesn't actually it feel like good. Yeah, and a bunch of people from Clubhouse came to my shows in Florida. Wow. And came to show Yeah, I mean I was Amazing. It's pretty cool. Are you putting your dates in your Clubhouse bio now? I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. But you know, the other thing that's so weird is with Clubhouse, it's like you feel like you know people. Mm-hmm. But there are also a lot of people who you've never spoken to that could see that information. And the same thing for Instagram, same sure. thing for being a female is pretty r- weird. Like that's the reason why as, a- as Allie, far as like, a bunch of other female comedians never build that they're going to be somewhere. Oh, so uh, wait, uh, you mean as far as like putting your dates out in the open? Like yeah. Future dates as far as like, like stalkers that? and yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't I, know Allie doesn't do that. Yeah. So how does she announce her shows? The club does or no, she just comes under a fake name and like randomly drops in. What, what about a, like a headline date? I think that's probably different. That's probably different. Yeah. Right? I haven't, I have not seen her do that though. I've not seen her headline a show. I've uh, seen her have like Netflix a co- specials. Like a comedy club weekend type thing? Um, not in the last year. Right, but, right, right. But for, I mean, I'm probably totally wrong about this, but um, that part of it. But, you know, she has her two Netflix specials. Netflix yeah. like paid her $5 million to do two specials. Mm-hmm. And whenever it goes, she comes to the store, or blah, 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 blah. They never put her on the marquee. Wow. And I know another female comedian like that right now who, when I saw her was, yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is really, really real. Yeah. So I'm excited to meet people that I know. It's very exciting. It's a little intimidating to meet people you don't know now just because I'm starting to hear things. Like like you're starting to hear about people being in dangerous, potentially dangerous situations. Yeah. Like really uncomfortable or dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What... uh what do you think is like, uh, this is very interesting. Obviously, I haven't thought of this. I, I, I would like it, to but... just have all of my fingers replaced with dicks. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, hello. <laughs> you know, I think there's nothing. Yeah. That would solve it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think could contribute to solving this potential issue of, of, you know? Yeah, just um, going back in time and having <laughs> people teach men to respect women and not yeah. stalk them. You know, I don't know. I think it's a hard, it's a hard sell, though. I get that. Can we do yeah. a master class or something? Yeah, let's do a master class. I could, uh, do, I could do it. You I was think raised so? by a single mom. I respect women. Well, you stalked me on the way here. This is true. I saw you walking behind yeah, me. Yeah, it's different. You were coming up. I just want to make sure you're getting home right, make sure nobody talks to you or comes within two feet of you. That was you last night, too. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a humidifier in your room. That's me breathing. It's very loud. Can you turn it down just a little bit? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, do you have sleep apnea? We need to discuss it. You know, it's something you'll learn about, okay? Mm. Uh, you will experience it. I can't it. wait. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's an issue. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, but all, that's, like, issue, that's a bro. problem I should be excited to have in a way. But, you know, not in the like, oh, yay, a stalker. But like, oh, yay, enough people actually want to come see me that right, 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 there's right. a problem. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. man. That's crazy. I've, uh, I've experienced some weirdos. Um, really? Nothing, Were they men or women? Nothing to the point that women probably experience. Uh, one guy took a picture with me in San Diego. His girlfriend took the picture and uh, he put his arm all the way around my waist and and curled his hand around my waist so that his fingers were right on my belly button. So it was like this, kind of. This he, is so weird dude, and stupid. And he pulled me into him like hard. Like he was like, hey, come on, bud. Boom. Like right. And then his hand was like here. Like you don't really. 
That, you just shouldn't do that. Was he like a big ogre? He was like maybe my size, but like bigger, like a little thicker. I just imagine him looking like Shrek. Yeah, he's kind of like, like oh. a mini Shrek. He's like a teenage Shrek, you know? Oh. And uh, it was just like weird. It was like a... I get a lot of that. I get a lot of like... Um, and again, this is so minor compared to... Oh, yeah, people hugging to... you too hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is so, way... This so is super, sad. super minor compared to like actual like harassment. But just people's... Um, people that ignore like the personal space etiquette. You know what I mean? Especially when... You know, they see, you, they see you every oh, yeah, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course that. They see you in, in their, you're in their phone, right? I'm in like people's, I'm in their pocket. And so I've noticed like got men and women when, when you're like taking a picture, sometimes there's like extra touches. If that makes sense. Yeah. And that uh, does make sense as a matter of fact, Brent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. I, and again, I understand I'm like not even close to what, you know, you or like attractive women would experience, but I can empathize <laughs> at least a small percentage with that because it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. uncomfortable. It's the lower back touch for me. Yeah, that's weird. Oof. Yeah, I started doing the Keanu. My uh, a my favorite. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, my my favorite is uh, when I started getting really firm about my boundaries. What do you, oh What do you say? What do you do? Oh, oh, thank you so much. I don't need to be touched. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, is that what you say? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wait, that's really funny. Oh yeah. And it makes people so uncomfortable. It kind of freezes people, right? Because yeah. I don't know if you're joking or not. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm serious. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I actually don't want to be Do you do that when somebody comes in for a hug? Um, Handshake? Like what situation would bring that It depends. It depends. Yeah. Because some people are... Have you noticed that there are some people who naturally need to touch you when they speak? Yeah, like a little like on the arm or something. Right, like they need to like touch you, like whatever it is. Pat and, on the shoulder. Ooh, yeah. ah, right? Yeah, and so yeah. um, I'll the first move I'll do is I'll take a step backwards. Right. And then I'll watch them always take a step forward. Right. And then I'm like, oh, we're not dancing. Yeah. You know, my dance <laughs> card is full. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, then if it happens again, I'm like, oh, so sorry. Yeah, I don't do touching. Nice. Yeah. Now, did you do this before the pandemic or is this a pandemic inspired uh, A pa- pandemic inspired. Wow. Panda- panty, panty, inspo? panty ins- is this some panty inspo? No, this is, um, or is this life lifelong? Uh... This, this is something that's been developing. Sure. Over time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Once I started realizing too many people felt like they had access to my body. Yes. And not enough of the ones that I actually want to mm-hmm. be touching my body. Very sure. alone. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, I was, uh, up at my buddy's place for new year's and it was like a small, like 10 to 15 person thing. And somebody came up to him, um, it was this dude who's like kind of drunk and he was talking to my buddy and my buddy, like he did, he did the step back thing. Cause the guy was like really in his face. And then the guy stepped forward again and put like his hand on my buddy's shoulder and was like really close face to face. And my friend said, he was like, Hey, I just, I'm so sorry. I mean this respectfully, but can we please keep like just two feet of distance at least between us? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. No problem. No problem. And then he did it again. Mm-hmm. And my buddy straight, he straight up said, Hey, uh, you need to go away now. I need you to go away. I don't want you around me anymore for the rest of the night. And I don't want to talk to you ever again. Please go away. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you ever. I don't again. want to talk to you ever again. It was some real shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, for me, it's uh, like, yeah, it's you know, it, it's real. It's, it's very, it's, it's valid. It's a valid reason to not want to yeah. be around someone. For so me, I'm it. like, don't touch me. Why is no one touching me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yes. where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, come back. Can you not? Wait, come back. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know. 
You know, it's the same way that I feel about having a boyfriend mm-hmm. where I'm like, I want someone that I can, that's going to get like sweaty and hot that I could push away from me in the middle of the night. Sure. And be like, oh, you're so annoying. But then if you're not there, I'm mad at you. Right. Well, that's a very girl thing. Yeah. I, I want think. someone to be yeah. annoyed at for a lifetime. Right. You just want to <laughs> be frustrated forever because of this person. Um, that you're, makes sense. But you're the person I'm choosing to be frustrated by. How special. Oh. Yeah. Do, do you shake hands with people after shows? Ew. Did you ever? I'm sorry. Is this LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> or do you do the fist bump? Um, I do. Uh, thank you. Okay, you don't even you don't do anything. I just I'm good. Yeah, I saw. Do you know um, Harland Williams? You know this? <laughs> That's you know what's so funny is that right before I moved to L.A., mm-hmm. he was the the last comic I saw at Gotham. Joe Piscopo was hosting. Mm-hmm. So random is the most random night of my life at Gotham, and I saw Harlan on stage, and I was like, I'll never be able to do that. I'll Dude, never be that funny. He is so funny. He is so damn funny. Um, I hosted shows for him at the Irvine Improv maybe three years ago, so yeah. like 2017. Just going to dust off your and, shoulder uh, for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. It was a big host gig. And it was sold out the whole weekend. And I noticed after shows, he would say what's up to everybody. Every single person that went in for a handshake, he would force them to do a fist bump. And then he would sanitize his hands after. Oh, yeah. He's still drinking and eating food and with his hands and like all that, like being a normal dude. But that, and, and this was 2017, that was when I went like, oh, okay, if he's avoiding shaking hands with 3,000 people over a weekend, then I'm going to start doing that too. So I just stopped shaking hands after that, um, even pre-pandy. And what about I kissing babies? <sighs> I usually try to put some plastic wrap over the baby and so I can kiss that. So you still get the intention without the actual touch. So much plastic. Um, the and yeah. then, you know, there's a lot of plastic that just we can put on babies and put some plastic on babies. Some plastic wrap. <laughs> there are a lot of babies in the world. There's so. a lot of babies. So, you know, it's chilling. It's good. What are your goals for after things go back to normal? The way you ask questions is very funny. Yeah. It's kind of just out of nowhere. There's huh? no segue. There's no segue. It's very I, jarring, to be honest. Is that, is that fun for you or is that... It's, um, it's odd. It's odd. It's odd, Brent. It's odd, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I'm just kind of just talking. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I love this for you, but not for us. Sure. <laughs> sure. Do you want to find a through line? Do you want to find a commonality? That we can just riff on. Yeah, let's just let's bring it back to us fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Will it happen? Uh-oh, uh, Brent can't make eye contact with me for those of you who wanted to know. <laughs> wow, dude, this is turning into a relationship podcast. Um, remember when I did your relationship podcast? That was fun. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, with Stevie. Yeah, it was a good She's time. the best. She's cool. Whatever happened? Nothing. It was fun. You weren't ready. You were living in an apartment with another man. Yes. This is true. Not sexually, but... I mean, who knows? Sexually. He would walk around naked all the time. It's not surprising. Morgan did. He, I, I came home once and he was naked in the hallway, leaning against the it's hall naked door. Naked in the hallway. Thank you so much. And he was leaning against the door and this girl was drawing a charcoal painting of him <laughs> being naked in the doorway. It was That's- hilarious. That's like a Morgan J folklore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, dick out. Didn't even do anything to cover up when I walked in. I was like, what's up, dude? He's like, hey, man, just getting a charcoal painting done of me being naked. Naked And the girl was like, hi, I'm an art student. I was like, all right, cool. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I looking forward to? Yeah. Besides us fucking. What are you looking forward to? (laughs) Leah, 
I'm not that thirsty. I'm just starving. Um, <laughs> Do you ever go into the singles room rooms on Clubhouse? Yeah, I used to go into them. They were fun. Yeah. I've met a lot of guys off Clubhouse, to be honest. Nice. I think. Have you gone on dates? No, I, I think where I'm at right now, what I've realized isn't very career focused. Yeah. So guys were just texting me all the time and I was like, I don't have time for this. Sure. I'm, I'm really focused on my career and it's like, you want to drive down to see me to take me to dinner. Ugh. Mm. Gross. <sighs> well, I mean, he also said he wanted to take his mom's car. So that's the real oh, reason I said no, but um, <laughs> I'm like, you wait, I'm sorry. You said you're a doctor, but you don't have your own car. <laughs> Just what? Oh, have you hit up Lex Friedman? Yeah. One plus one does not equal three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lex is hot. You could date Lex Friedman. No, that's a smart dude. Ew, he's a hot dude. You think he's hot? Yeah. Cool. But I don't think that would happen for us. Why not? I'm um, just not really trying to date Jews. Oh, is he Jewish? Friedman? Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. Well, I don't want to be like r- racist, religiousist. What do you say about this? Is it racist? Stereotyping? Because Jewish isn't a race. It's more of a religion. Some people say it's a race. Some people, Some people do, say huh? it's a religion. And yeah. the people who say it's a race is wrong. Correct. Yeah. 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 Um, Go on. <laughs> Pop off, friend. I, I can tell how uncomfortable you, you are. Question. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, ask me one out of the blue because it was out my of the favorite. blue. Okay, cool. What's up with being Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> Naked in the hallway. Um. Yeah, that's great. That's really cool. That's fun. That's Which fun. part? Me being Jewish? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I just kind of think we should spread out the gene pool. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's sure. just so much wrong with me personally, and I. Yeah. I feel possibly that all Jews like me are also violently mentally ill <laughs> <laughs> when did you start doing stand-up when did i Speaking start having sad dinners Ill. yeah when, when i was born when did you start doing stand-up and did you start in la yeah which is crazy so mm-hmm. almost six years ago six years ago but i so took like, some time off uh-huh. in between it's interesting because there was a time where i didn't pound the pavement hard enough yeah do you know what i mean yeah i think when you start you get excited and then it comes in waves for some people, the waves never go away. But I was dating another comic when I first started stand-up. Who? Name. Not going to do that. Off-air? Off-air. Okay. Oh, off-air all day. Baby. Yeah. Okay. And uh, great person just, you know, wasn't correct for yep. us. And so then when we broke up, he at the time was a door guy at the store. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I couldn't go to the store. And the one. Oh, after you broke up? Yeah. And yeah. like the one or two times we ran into each other, I felt ill there. Oh. And it felt like his house. So I didn't go to the store for like six months. Wow. And I was scared to go to open mics because I felt nervous. And then I was like, did I even like comedy? You know? Yeah. So I took me probably like a year off in between that. Um, wow. But it's interesting because I got so much better, so much faster when I took time off. Like after you came back from the time off? Yeah, because yeah. I was, um, you know, when you're in the open mic scene so hard, you're not really living life. So you have nothing to talk about. Yes. And your jokes are all annoying mm-hmm. and everything you say is is useless. Yeah. And you develop like this weird open mic cadence where you just kind of blur into every other open mic person. Right. I'm like, yeah. if Converse was a person, that would be me right now. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was done. It was yeah. done. So I'm glad I took a break. Um, but now, you know, now my it's my whole... My whole shebang. So you started in LA though. I started in LA, what, Brent. What was that like? Because I started in LA too. And it was really like, it was hard, 
Because what are you smiling at? I'm just in a weird mood. Are you in a weird mood? <laughs> All right. Um, she started in LA. <laughs> yeah. She got off the plane. Uh huh. Go on. It was. Uh, it's weird starting in LA because yeah. you suck and everybody's so good. Yeah, but you could say the same thing about New York. The only difference is that. Right, but you can't really say the same thing about Seattle or Austin or any of those who like smaller lives cities. In Seattle. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why a lot of people who come from those places end up being like big dogs really fast. In LA. So should we move like. to a small place? I considered it a couple of years ago. I was like, should I move to like, you know, fucking Dallas Beep. for a couple of years? And yeah. then I was like, nah, ain't no bitch. And do you regret that? Uh, no. Good. No. It's great. Feel good. Really but it's hard. Isn't it hard starting in LA? I think so. Mostly because your competition are television actors. Yeah. And I, I know that in New York, they hate on LA comedy scene because they're like, oh, they're just freaking actors just mm-hmm. doing comedy as a side job people in new york are stand-ups for life and they're road dogs and yeah i mean i think new york is a hot is a hard audience yeah and i remember once um i was a year in comedy and i went back to new york that's where i'm from to do shows born and raised yeah cool and uh to do shows and i no one was laughing it was a small show in the east village and i was eating shit just Ooh. bombing hard yeah. and then afterward i realized that everyone was visiting from turkey and no one spoke english and i was like what oh i wasn't bombing you just literally don't know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah that's insane it was very funny that's so crazy but i was like i should quit comedy yeah. for sure and then, how did you find out that they were all turkish did someone afterward because i was like wow it was a tough crowd they're like well do you speak turkish <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> okay. And it was like, it was weird because, you know, when you watch a lot of other people bomb, but you're like, I'll break the room. Yeah. 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 And then I did. And then you that. did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like made it way worse. Yeah. I get They're that. like a woman holding a microphone. <laughs> um. <laughs> did you go to college in New York? No, I went to the University of Virginia. For all four years? <laughs> and then from there to LA? Did you perform at Virginia at all? Did you do anything? No, I didn't do wise? any. Um. I didn't really find my comedy voice until much later. Did you have an interest in comedy or entertainment when you were oh, in yeah, college? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was doing musical theater. No way. Oh, yeah. That was my whole thing. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, Broadway was my dream, baby. So you can sing. Yeah, but I can't dance. Is that what kept like, you so out of the limelight? Out of the Broadway limelight. Yeah. 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 Did you really want Broadway? Was that a, that was a big goal? Oh, yeah. Musical theater. Anytime I go to a Broadway show, I cry. I actually don't like to go with other people because really? they feel uncomfortable. You cry because you're not on stage? It's a religious experience, yeah. Mm. I also cry in every movie I go to. Every movie? A comedy, drama. Every movie? Yeah. Really? In the theater. It has to be in the theater. Yeah, yeah. And it has to have some element of drama, right? It's not just... Or is it really just anything? It's like anything. (laughs) I don't know. I just... (laughs) I used to not let anyone come with me to the movies. Yeah. Or to Broadway shows. Because I'd be like, this is like a me thing. Yeah. Like, you're gonna... I need to cry. I need to to cry. That's so funny. You were doing musical theater in Virginia. So did you act as a kid, like growing up? Kind of. So I was doing a bunch. I used to do little dance shows for Mm -hmm. my family and stuff. um, And I was always singing. But only in high school, I was in the chorus. But only in high school did I really get more into theater. Mm -hmm. Because I was an athlete. So I was doing that. What did you play? Soccer, basketball, lacrosse. Wow. Do you still play anything? Um, Just... Just like kind the of the game, just, yeah, <laughs> tight, cool. <laughs> just yeah, just play myself, you cool. know, yeah, constantly. Um, 
the field. Uh, it's not working. The joke Yikes. didn't work three times. Let it slide. Let me. Yeah. You played Naked soccer, basketball, in lacrosse. The hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and you were acting at the same time. So that's like four sports. Ha ha. Right? Yeah. Though? Well, so my last year of high school, I took a turn. Uh-huh. And instead of doing like eight more AP classes, I was like, what if I just did this class where we write a musical and then get to perform it? The The funny thing was that I was still so shy. Mm. I was a leader, but I was afraid of being seen and heard. I think I had really bad stage fright. The worst. Really? And even going into college when I was doing musical theater, because I'd always do musicals and then plays and then eventually TV film stuff. But I just had a whole crippling stage fright. Wow. And yeah. How did, you, how did you work through it? How did you get over it? Well, when I was in college, I could only sing when I was drunk. Wow. Which like, did you drink most before people. performances? Not really. So do you think you, do you, but during... I was still very nervous. And so mm-hmm. I was so nervous. It's interesting because it's, uh, I think just years of experience doing theater and doing off Broadway and off, off Broadway and mm-hmm. just doing straight plays and then moving to TV film. Um, uh, there's it's like a different type of nervous stand-up improv you know it's all different types of nervous but that initial fear if you can't get over it i think is the reason why a lot of people stop yeah and when when you would get super bad stage fright yeah would it mess with your performance like to a noticeable degree or would it just would kind of black fuck with out your while you're performing yeah i still have recurring nightmares that I was in Guys and Dolls when I was in like sixth or seventh grade and that I forgot all the lyrics and the choreography. I still have nightmares, recurring oh nightmares God. about that. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever work? Did you work with like your teacher, your directors at all on like ways I never really to... talked to people about it. Mm. I just was, sh- that's how shy I was. I didn't, couldn't even bring it up. So you had the stage fright experience through college during musical theater time and then... When you st- did you start doing open mics right after college? No, and I think that I remember my first open mic. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? It was Rock Paper. Oh fuck! On Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Melrose or whatever. R.I.P. And it was Hollywood. Yeah. R.I.P. And I was so nervous. It was just the barista and a friend and i was like shitting in the bathroom i couldn't even the idea of it i came and i just like bombed for five minutes and then yeah. got off and i was like am i a genius ah! <laughs> am i so good at this was that it? Been doing it forever yeah you know did everyone just discover me it's like yeah <laughs> but I, it was very nerve-wracking yeah. and i think i only recently if i'm honest have got into a good routine so that i don't feel nervous ever it's not, it's not bad nervous. It's do, you, do you turn it into excitement? Yeah. That's, that's what I started doing as soon as I started. I try to just uh, convince myself and lie to myself that like, no, these aren't nerves. I'm just excited. This is fun. This is I exciting. do power poses. What's that? Amy Cuddy teaches power poses. It's kind of controversial because some people think it's bullshit. Works for me. So it's not bullshit mm-hmm. to me. You know, it's like eh, anything Salt else. Salt lamps. Right. Yeah. Great. So if I put my hands on my hips, this is a power pose. And I put my hands up in the air, it's power pose. Mm-hmm. And it changes the way that your, uh, your composition, your body composition, your brain composition, the way oxygen flows throughout your body, it changes everything about your body. And so these are considered two power poses. Mm-hmm. And so when I have my hands on my hips, I feel very powerful. And when I have my hand, like a superhero. Yeah. When I have my hands in the air, I feel super, uh, free. Mm-hmm. 
And so usually before I go on stage, I'll do my power poses and I'll just be like, everyone loves you. You're fucking hilarious. Nice. You know, do you tell yourself that? Oh yeah. And how, how long do you do and like then, 30 so, seconds or like a minute? I just do it until I'm ready. Cool. You know, it could be really short. It could just be 15 seconds or it could be a minute. Wow. That's awesome. And then when I get on the stage, I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Me. And it's very sad. So <laughs> did you, so sad. those early years of doing open mics, did you battle with that stage fright? Like, every time before you would go up or did you start to develop that uh these aren't nerves this is excitement philosophy pretty early on i think at first i was very 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 nervous mm-hmm. so nervous i'm still nervous to go up on some stages same like there are some stages where if i don't know anyone i'll never be nervous but if it's like right if i did like a show in front of a booker or something right or, or a comic you look up to or something like yeah, that. yeah then my yeah. whole everything would change for me yeah but for the most part i i think this new ritual is a new thing for me and mm-hmm. it really works cool i usually try to make myself go upside down for like 30 seconds what i do a um what's that yoga pose where your feet are in the air and you're balancing on the back of your arms i'm sorry i don't do yogi stuff yikes thought you were new age yikes. Uh, no i'm only crypto <laughs> <laughs> i do that. I'll, I'll swing my feet up against the wall and i'll just like kind of let the blood all flow to my head so that when i stand up and reinvert myself myself you don't have a boner anymore exactly because it drains <laughs> it from my gigantic raging hard boner that i have 24 hours a day what's um, with me and the gummy bears aren't they delicious are you going to be upset if I finish them? Yeah. So I'm going to take them away now. <laughs> no. Dad, dad. Papa. We'll save them for after. It'll be a treat. Uh, <laughs> Did I just get punished? <laughs> Brent, do not turn me on in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> no. I love that you just threw them back to me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're like, here, here wench, Sorry. take them. <laughs> Who who did you look up to when you were starting in LA? Who were your very first like people that made you say, "Oh wow, that that girl or that guy?" Well, it's crazy Holy because shit, that's funny. Melissa Villasenor, I saw her twice, and then she got SNL. Mm-hmm. So it's so odd because our paths never crossed. But I remember thinking, "Wow, she's so funny." Was this early on mm-hmm. in your open mic days? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's so funny." Yeah. Ali Wong is probably one of my faves. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one time I was about to go up uh, the comedy store main main stage mm-hmm. and the main room so my brain's broken and um i was literally about to peel open the curtain and ali wong just tapped me on the shoulder and i was like fuck now i'm getting bumped by ali wong and now i have to go after her <sighs> and she went up and murdered yeah just straight just straight murdered yeah um you know i also really love chelsea peretti she's so funny i've never seen her stand up but <sighs> i mean everything that she's in i'd love i do- so much. I saw her do she's so funny a show at the satellite mm-hmm. where she was just testing out new jokes and i was like i want to be that free and confident yeah that's cool. and funny do you think you are now at this point i think I'm, i think i feel i'm like i'm there it's like a con- there. i feel like it's 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 a mixture of like being good but also just being like so confident that you can always have this air of like i don't give a fuck about you you know what i mean like this 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 like mentality of like i don't give a fuck this uber ultra confidence yeah um can you order that on uber i would love i'm gonna uber some ultra confidence (laughs) yeah get an uber x uh and it's like uh you know we we always i think all performers have a huge ego right because you have to as an artist you have to have a huge ego and 
like being able to use that ego in certain situations like that to make you more free. You know what I mean? To build up your confidence. <laughs> is this funny for you? No, I just, you know I, what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you have to use your ego. I noticed there was a stain on your shirt, but Where it looks, is it? it's, I looked like I was looking at your nipple. Oh, what is that? Chocolate? It's a nipple stain. What did baby get on? I feel big chocolate. Big boy made boo boo. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you're still with us, thank you so much for hanging. Um, so sorry, everyone. Cheers to this camera. Yeah, there we go. We're having a good time here, you know. <laughs> Just looking at nipples and shit. Uh, oh, that's what it is. It's shit. It is shit. I got a poop thing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Has there ever been a clubhouse room for people with weird fetishes? I think this has gone too far. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my first introduction to clubhouse, Morgan came into my room and he was like, dude, listen, listen to this. And he played this room that he was in and it was a bunch of women moaning. The moan rooms. Yeah. Like they're having sex and a bunch of dudes being like, oh, damn. And cash apping them. That girl fine as fuck, dude. And the, all the women were like wearing G-strings and their tits were out. Yeah, in their profile pictures. Yeah, yeah. So that was my very first introduction. I was like, oh, that's what Clubhouse is going to be. And people were getting flued out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine Morgan in that room. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And now it's, you know, it's NFTs and shit. It's a whole different world. It's Every month it changes. Game. Yeah. Every month it's something new. Yeah. This month will be Big Club Month. It will be, huh? NFT month was last month? Yeah. That's fucking nuts, So many dude. people hit me up to host their NFT rooms. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, it's not my thing. I mean, it's like my th- like everything's my thing, but nothing's will you my host, thing. Will you host my NFT room when I drop my Clubhouse NFT? Come on. Come on. Fine. Yes. Uh, I got a commitment. Yes. Yes. I'll give you gummy bears. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that'll be fun. I can't believe how big the NFT shit has gotten. What's next, though? Like, do you think Clubhouse continues to grow and evolve and gets developed to the point where it becomes like a mega giant in the social media space? Or do you think its main elements get adopted into a different social media site and they take it over? I pray that it remains independent Mm -hmm. and that it is a giant in the industry. Yeah. But do you think it will be? It's so easy to give in. Can you let me just end the sentence there? No, <laughs> I can't. Dad, dad, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like if they get offered, you know, five billion, yeah, from Facebook, how do you, how do you say no to that? I wonder if Facebook would buy it to kill it, or I think it's too popular to kill. The ones that they usually buy to kill aren't don't even have the legs that Clubhouse does right now. Like what? There was a thing uh, that competed with Instagram that Facebook was bought out. Was it called out. TikTok? Uh, <laughs> close. I forget what it was called, to be honest. But I remember hearing in the um, the hearings, if you watched any of the uh, congressional hearings with Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, somebody brought it up. It was, um, she's a Democratic sem- Senator Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar brought it up. She said it, it was the specific example of how Facebook bought out a company and then just like kind of extinguished it. And uh, the committee was questioning them on like the legality of that and the ethical um, meaning behind taking that action. So I would hope that they don't do that again because it's Clubhouse kind of up. literally just followed me on Twitter today. So I really hope they don't. Cool. How's that feel? Really fucking epic. It is really cool. 
I mean, I spent 10 hours on the app yesterday. It's not as if I'm not just, uh, Jeez. I don't, you know, I'm you not put in the work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ever present. Yeah. That's so wild. Well, I mean, I'm also trying to help build a community for comedians. Yeah. Can I pitch you my NFT idea? I was going to, do you remember when I texted you a couple weeks ago and I was like, Hey, we need to talk. I it's actually about just passed away. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. My, I need my, to speak to a dead person. That was the exact moment. My You're going to get it. My body here. I locked the door. Okay. <sighs> Here it is. What, Brent? All right. So, you know, <laughs> do you know what NBA Top Shot is? You know the Top Shot where, where people can collect digital trading cards? Come on. Just let me pitch that NFT to you. Papa, go on. Okay. So, people can collect um, digital pieces of content for each basketball player, like a highlight, like a layup by LeBron James or a jump shot by uh, fucking LaMelo Ball, right? And so, what if there was that, but for comedians, where we could mint our own jokes and put them all on this, like, comedy NFT site? And people could collect one of one NFT jokes from all their favorite comedians. Come on, it's fun. I I was gonna do that, but for myself. Yeah, but I think if all the comedians did it, then like, it could be like a fun fucking merch type thing. But you know, but you're suggesting that they need to make a new platform that's just for comedians. I would like to do that. Yes, I'm in. Because right now, I put when I put my thing on OpenSea, there's no way to search for like comedy and just find all the comedy. But that's ones. A fu- that's the thing that's interesting is that I don't think comedy will do well in the nft space let me rephrase Mm -hmm. i think that people are like just how tiktok started with dancing yeah and then became something much more than that yeah and became comedy and education and and advice videos right yeah i think that's what will happen with nfts too and i think that you know hannibal was able to sell a set because he's hannibal think Tim Dillon put his out. I'm sure because he's Tim Dillon. Mm-hmm. I think that people will start wa- working their way toward wanting to buy comedy NFTs. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. I feel like that's why you can't type in comedy. It's because no one is really actively seeking that. It feels like a lot of art people are looking for. Yeah, and like EDM producers. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Aoki crushed it on there. Did Finch. He? Yeah. Let's oh see. my god. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. But like, I think it's also interesting because there's a weird dichotomy between crypto fame and regular fame mm-hmm. where if you're famous in the real world, your crypto value is super high. But if you're famous in the crypto world, doesn't necessarily mean you're famous in the real world. Right. And you can kind of play the two off each other. So technically if you make an NFT and you're not famous and then it's sold for whatever amount of money, if you become famous in real life, that NFT, someone's going to resell that for a much higher value. Mm-hmm. And again, vice versa. So if you somehow get an NFT that sells for a lot of money, you can use that as a bargaining token for to get some sort of leverage in the real world. Right. I don't know. I think they kind Damn. of all fold into each other. Yeah. I'm not sure that anyone will really fully comprehend the scope of what it was until like five years from now. Yeah. And hopefully by then we're doing a lot more with blockchain stuff. Was what I asked my honest. Everyone hope. just tuned out. They're like, I know, this. but dude, no, I think at this point after the after the Bitcoin videos I've made, I got some I got some Bitcoin fans out there. I'm proud of you. I got some Bitcoin bros on my team. You know what Bitcoin I mean? Bitcoin bros. I got some Bitcoin bros. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. We're really trying. I want to you know? make a bra that just says Bitcoin. That's fun. Titcoin? 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 And then maybe maybe just a thong that says Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Oh, sure. Bitcoin. For lay bits. <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin. Ethereum bits? Yeah. Ethereum. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. On the butt? Bitcoin Ethereum cash. butt? Ooh. That's fun. Yes. Ethereum. Ethereum. No thanks. <laughs> Ethereum. I don't like to be touched. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Naked in <Yeah>. the hallway. 
Yeah. We're uh, fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it. I hope the blockchain happens more. Are you on the blockchain? I'm on the blockchain. <laughs> Yo, I'm on the block party chain. Oh. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not great. Wasn't mm-hmm. good. And I, uh, I apologize for that. It's As on me. you should. That's great. Do you have any dates coming up? Um, Stand so up. So they're a bunch of guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you knew exactly. <laughs> of course. Uh, just uh, clubhouse shows. Cool. Literally the clubhouse shows are fun. Every day. I did so bad at, in that one clubhouse show you that did we did. You bad. But that was like a solid joke, I thought. No? So here's what needs to happen. Okay. <laughs> I think you should stick to your little YouTube video. Whoa. Oh. Not anymore. I'm suspended. I know. Yeah. Sorry. It's our subject. Uh, it's fresh. It's a fresh Oof. wound. I'm sorry, Papa. Thank you. Yeah. I want to do more stand up on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday I'm doing a show. I do overheard shows. Right. Overheard what is overheard? Is that like just a digital magazine? A uh, digital meme brand. Meme? Yeah. Okay. And they have uh, overheard LA, New York, San Francisco, London, and they've got 6 million followers. Did it start as a place where people could post things that they actually overheard from conversations? And that's and then it kind of just became like jokes that people wrote and pretend like, oh, let's yeah, just say they're all overheard. Yeah. Great. Yeah, sure. And then we'll move on. Mm-hmm. And then so I host the stand-up shows. I started doing stand-up shows on there and then they were like, oh, we love what you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I have one on Sunday that is in partnership with FX and we're promoting Jessica Kirsten's documentary hysterical, cool. which is all about females in comedy fun, which would be great. And then, yeah. you know, those shows are always well attended. Yeah. You know, it's crazy when you look at the numbers, I'm like one to 4,000 people are in a room listening to stand up at the same time. Wow. So it, that's, that's a stadium. Huge. That's like a theater. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge theater. Well, I, so for the one year birthday party of clubhouse, Steph Simon asked us hot on the mic crew to come and roast the founders. Mm-hmm. Bad idea in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, it was epic. Uh, and we wrote so many jokes. And I mean, I love Steph. I love Paul Rohan Anu. Like the team is just, they're all so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and moral of the story is it was like an 8,000 person room and we're doing roast jokes for 8,000 people. And I was sitting there like, this is the biggest audience I've ever performed for. Wow. Does it feel big when like seeing that number 8K on the screen? Does that give you an impress? Does that make you feel like it's big? Or do you kind of Sometimes I get nervous. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. So like the Passover Seder I did on Sunday, mm-hmm. the room was in flux between 1,000 to like 3,000 or something mm-hmm. at any given point. And we had over 45,000 people listening. Fuck. It's crazy. 45,000? Yeah. And then all the different overflow rooms? Um, no, it's that same room, but it's just f- throughout the event. That's how many oh, people came wow. and listened. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Right. Yeah. But it's like we had Tiffany Haddish, Tori Spelling, Jeff Garland, Sam Rill, Jessica Kirsten, Corinne Fisher, um, Jordan Firstman, Chloe Feynman. All the funny Jews. Yeah. All the fun- all the amazing Patty Stanger. It was mm-hmm. like this like crazy list of people who I could never get together in the same place. Yeah. If it if the world was normal. So right. it's like I was only able to do that on Clubhouse, which is kind of the magic of it. Yeah. And also do fundraising. You know, I've done fundraising on Clubhouse for Stop Asian Hate, Clubhouse yep. Loves Texas. You know, I raised $17,600 really cool. in one night. Yeah. It was all women in comedy. Yeah, that's awesome. And I hosted a really like, a long show for that. But it was, you know, it, it, it's, it is kind of wild because 
people don't realize the production cost of it was zero. Right. The production cost was my time. Right. Which is not, not zero. zero but yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say it was $18,000. If they want to give it all back to me, right. thank you. Uh, <laughs> what about, um, so you are like objectively very well known on Clubhouse. I would call you like Clubhouse famous. You know, you're a club, club as lame as it sounds, you're a Clubhouse influencer. Thanks. I hate yeah. that word, but yeah. it's what you are. Just accept it. So when you have, like I saw a while back, you were in a room with Rogan and a couple other people, right? When when you're talking to people that are like uber ultra famous in real life, do you come into a room with a lot of confidence and no stage fright because you've already cemented your place as like a clubhouse regular, like known person. This is your home. This is like your home arena. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Or do you, or do you ever get those sensations of like stage fright coming back? Or have you developed that confidence to the point now where you're like clubhouse is my shit. This is my domain. Welcome. It depends. Yeah. Sometimes I'm nervous about random things. Mm -hmm. I used to get super nervous when Paul, would be in the audience and now I'm just like, Oh, it's Paul, you yeah. know? And, and I don't mean that in any other way besides I have proven to be useful, you know, to lots of people on the app and creating all of these different shows and somehow, you know, through people adding their Venmo and their bio, getting tipped. Yeah. That's shows and yeah, stuff, cool. you know? Um, I mean on the daily shows, people are getting anywhere from like $10, like $130 for doing a six minute set in their bedroom. You know, it's not the awesome. worst day. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I used to get super nervous. Now I'm like, no, no, no. Paul's like a fan of what you're doing, you know? And I just had to convince myself, like, they they like you. Like, yeah. you're doing something good here. Yeah. And, um, like, Joe, that Joe Rogan room was crazy because it was, like, Tim Dillon, Joe Rogan, Paul Naval, Eric Weinstein. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, that was wild. I just saw the screenshot of it. I wasn't in the room. Yeah, and, and I essentially only saw the screenshot as well because I was so nervous I blacked out, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was so drenched in sweat. My phone was like a bar of soap in the how did shower. That, how did that? Just like, <laughs> just like, like, oh, 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 oh. How did like, that room know. come together? And how did you become like the person that was, were you running that room? No, Tim Dillon. Mm -hmm. Naval nominated Joe to get on the app. Tim started a room and then they opened it up. And so it was Tim and Joe and Naval. And then, oh, it was Tim and Joe. And then Joe was like, oh, I see my friend Leah in the audience. Can you bring her up? Oh, you know Joe? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you knew Tim. No. But well, that's fun. yeah, I know Tim now but yeah yeah but i knew but you i know knew joe, before. joe for just from like the store, the store la stuff yeah he's the best he seems like the best i he's would love so for him to be my awesome. dad you know what <laughs> you good bro yeah, yeah i i love joe i think the yeah. world of him uh yeah he's the man i love him too all those impressions i did of him i'm sure he hated uh i haven't seen them to be honest but they were that's fine you know i don't watch your i don't <laughs> i don't watch content. your content <laughs> I don't know if anybody should consume my content, uh, but I only consume your gummy bears <laughs> as you should. Yeah. Um, yeah. He seems like a great dude. Seems like a nice dude. Uh, young Jamie seems like a chill dude. Young Jamie. Young Jamie. Um, yeah. Those videos I did of him were, they were fun, but they never quite got the uh, attention that I so desperately crave. Well, well you know, you'll never get that. I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the more yeah. attention we seek, the less of it we'll get right. in the amount that we want. Right. The hole is just so big. Do you ever get stressed out about that? Does does the constant state of uh, being involved in social media and trying to make a career for yourself in one of the most challenging and competitive industries ever get to you to the point 
where you have to like separate yourself from it? Like, do you ever do anything like to get away from everything for like a little bit, a couple days, a couple weeks? Do you ever just put the phone down and say, fuck it, I'm off the grid for a week? So I'm doing? glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because I'm going to Hawaii at the end of this month. Cool. One of my best friends is on a TV show and they're shooting there for six months. What show? Um, it's the reboot of... Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I was like, where's that noise coming from? <laughs> um, I was like, is it inside my head? Okay, uh, apparently it's not. Okay, although I do think it's just what here. Okay, um, <laughs> it's the reboot of... Um, not Lost. Scream. Hilarious. Recess? Um, I know what you did last summer. But it's a TV cool. show mm-hmm. on Amazon. Fun. She's one of the leads. Fun. So anyway, going to visit her. And then I think next week I'm going to go to Big Sur and just by myself. And Solo? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Unless you want to come. Uh, next week I'm booked, unfortunately. Thank you so much, though. I'll send you, <laughs> I'll send you my avails. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you my avails. Maybe we'll do Santa Cruz or something. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weaseled my way into a Santa Cruz vacation. So what are you going to do in Big Sur? Are you just going to like do a bunch of mushrooms and look Find at the stars? Find a stranger to eat my pussy. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. Have you ever done that? Have you ever sought that out and found it before? You ever sought out just somebody to lick you up and down and then it happens and you're like, cool. Mission accomplished. Back to Clubhouse. I'm like, why am I single? I'm just looking for a stranger to eat my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. fun am i am i okay no <laughs> <laughs> you're not very unwell um yeah. no i think i'll you know i have a recurring vision just let the you have your thing i have my thing of course okay listen big cloud all right so mm-hmm. i like the vision of being in a hotel room or palace <laughs> looks the ocean with drapes okay so i could be inside and don't have to go outside but i have the outside inside Uh uh-huh and there are these huge sheer curtains sure and i am getting my (laughs) okay (laughs) you just want to get licked up in a hotel room with a balcony view this is what you want this is what leah wants do you want to (laughs) go what a wonderful vision it seems so easily accomplishable. <laughs> For sure. I think Switzerland is honestly the answer. Oh, yeah. For a number of reasons. Yeah. Not Big Sur. No, sir. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Great. We'll, we'll see. How long are you going to go to Big Sur for? Probably a couple, th- three days. Yeah. I need to recharge. I also have a lot of work ahead of me. Uh, cool. What kind? Like, face. Face work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just getting the whole thing done. Um, no, I, 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 I have the special. Don't do that. I have the special. uh, And then I also have all these rooms. I'm putting together a bunch of business plans. I just have things happening that I need to take care of. That's great. And, you know, hopefully other work around the corner. I mean, I've also been doing little things here and there. And I would like for all those little things to suddenly start being just big things here and there. That'd be really nice. Yeah. It feels that way. Yeah. But I just... At this point, how many times has someone been like, you're going to be a star, kid? You know, like, I got this job oh, for you. Dude. Or or you shoot this thing, it never comes out. Or you get cut out. Or it never makes the air. or uh, Like, I was supposed to be in China hosting a TV show for three months. I remember when you t- told me about that. Never happened. Damn. 
And I was of the pandy? so excited. Or this was pre-pandy. It's pre-pandy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. But it's like I oh I, now I just have no expectation. You shouldn't. The, you if, shouldn't. if anyone tells me I booked something, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, yeah, yeah. No, we'll see. <laughs> you only book it if it's airing on TV and you're watching. And I'm on it. That's it. Not even shooting it. No, no, I have to see my face. You have on to see it. your face on because the sc- I've been cut screen. out of commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been. Um, they don't want to pay. They're right. like, oh, actually, we didn't need this other person. We don't need to pay them now. Right. That's so crazy. <sighs> so crazy. Yeah. Um, but that's good. That's good to take a break. I, I like going up to Santa Barbara for like a weekend on my own. And you're like an old white man. Yeah. Yeah. But like a chill bro at the same time, you know, get the yeah. acai bowl by myself. Yeah. Go eat some mushrooms and look at the water. Do you and Chad and JT ever collaborate? Uh, I would love to. I love those guys. I asked them to be on the podcast a couple months ago and they said, oh, let's wait for the vaccine. And so I think I'm going to ask him again now. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. I love them so, so much. Time. Yeah. They're, they're great. So, they're, they're awesome. Fucking they're, hilarious. they're, um, board meeting videos are like unbelievable off the charts funny like if anybody needs a feature they need it did you see the new um speaking of tiffany haddish earlier the new eric andre movie bad trip haven't seen it yet we'll see it soon so funny great i can't wait to see eric andre is just he's the master and tiffany haddish in that movie is at her fucking peak of comedy it's she's an amazing so actress. Yeah. yeah. And she's really fucking cool. I did a house party show with her like maybe four years ago. Yeah. And she, it was one of those like, you know, kind of like crappy last minute thrown together house party things or house. It wasn't a house party. It was a house show. Yeah. 20 people in the audience. She cruised by and did a spot. She was like one of us. She was just like chilling. This is before yeah, she took so, off. She's so effortlessly cool. Yeah. And then to see her take off was one of those things where I was like, damn, okay, cool people can make it. This yeah. is so cool. You know? Well, it, hold on, Brent. I you mean, know, <laughs> come on. It's just, it's nice to see when good people make it. Yeah. You know of what course. I mean? Always. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, um, you know, when I'm on a veranda, just overlooking the, <clears throat> so where, <laughs> where can people find you? <laughs> Let's ra- let's put a bow on this before, you know, some... Uh, How long have we been talking for? Hour 15. It's felt like three years, to be honest. As it should, as most of my work tends to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it tends to feel longer. And just like p- kind of painful, you know? Um, Sorry, Brent and I have to go because we have to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Leo Lamar. You can find me on Instagram at... <laughs> L-A-M-A-R-R Clubhouse Same name Twitter Same name And uh, I'm just doing stuff I'm out here in these streets She's out here She's got visions You know Come support her visions Yeah and if you want to come to Big Sur (laughs) There's an opening Come be a part of her visions Come support her visions Come be physically active In her visions Um, And follow Leah A little less noise dear A little less Clubhouse (laughs) Alright let's wrap it You feel good? You feel good? I usually try to aim for an hour, so this is good. Oh, yeah, I feel great. All right, How cool. do you feel? I feel wonderful. I'm going to eat these gummy bears now. Yo, I, I all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, why am I so high? You're like, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> you gummy. Like, Lie down on my bed. It's chill. I'm like, are my eyes crossed? Just kidding, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you guys so much for hanging and chilling and vibing. Please follow Leah Lamar on all social media outlets uh, and check out Clubhouse. Check out all the rooms that she runs on Clubhouse. She has weekly comedy shows and all kinds of awesome uh, uh, 
interview type shows. She she hosts Q and A's and 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 connects people on Clubhouse. She's awesome. So support her. Um, once again, the show is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Blueblocks. Blueblocks.com slash Brent. And the party game, Spilling Beans. Now available to support on Kickstarter. Um, guys, that's it, man. That's it. I hope you. I hope you. Had a good time this episode. Your boy is suspended from YouTube for the next two weeks, so I can't be posting <laughs> videos on YouTube. But um, check out the videos that I'm posting on Instagram and Facebook because that's where I will be posting until day two decides that uh, I am uh, no longer needed in the world. Um, <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for chilling. Uh,